Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Off in the S's podcast, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and today we are going to be previewing the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. But before we get into it, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app to never miss an episode. You can also interact with us on Twitter at Off in the S's or on YouTube at Off in the S's Podcast. Links to both of those can be found in the show notes. Starting things off with a little bit of news from the world of IMSA and some sad news coming on this front over the past week as former IMSA race director Marty Kaufman passed away at the age of 82 on March 31st. Uh, Kaufman transitioned from various roles at the SCCA to serve as a, as IMSA race director from 1986 until 1996, overseeing what is often referred to as the glory days of the IMSA GTP class. His even keel and keen sense of fairness earned him immediate immediate respect, and that is endured to this day with many former drivers and uh, many former team leaders all saying that they learned oh so much from uh, from Kaufman over the years and is one that will be missed in the IMSA paddock. In DPI, Felipe Albuquerque believes that Acura is unlikely to break through and end Cadillac's streak of dominance at the Grand Prix of Long Beach, as the California street circuit does not mesh well with that Acura's characteristics. Cadillac teams have been undefeated at Long Beach since the DPI was introduced in 2017. Albuquerque explained that the Acura car is a chassis made by Orica, which was made to be used on WEC circuits. WEC circuits are often much more flat, so when it's flat, like when they go to Laguna Seca, the aerodynamics of that car is superior to that of the Cadillac. But when you go through the bumpy parts and on the bumpy tracks, the car is just not made for that. They don't they don't have the street courses like this in Europe and specifically not on the World Endurance Championship. So whenever it gets bumpy, they just simply cannot put the power down and the slow corners is even another struggle. So, Felipe Albuquerque argues that uh, that Acura is going to be at a bit of a disadvantage going into this weekend, and Cadillac driver Pipo Durrani agreed with him on that, stating that uh, the Cadillac is fantastic over the bumps. They've seen that at Sebring, where it's a car that copes well with a bumpy track, and normally street tracks have a tendency to be more bumpy than a normal track. Uh, so I think that is one of the strong points of our Cadillac DPI, and hopefully we can use that to our advantage over the race weekend at Long Beach. One of the things that does throw a bit of a wrinkle in this, though, is the DPI category does see its first BOP change since 2021, with the Acura getting a 10 kilogram minimum weight reduction, bringing it down to 920 kilograms compared to the Cadillac, which will remain at its 945 kilograms. 
Now, this isn't the first time that Acura has had a bit of a BOP break for Long Beach. Uh, a few years ago, um, Felipe Albuquerque reminded us that they had a 20 kilogram weight break at Long Beach and they lost that race. The Acura, one of the Acuras lost that race by just a little over a second. So maybe this weight break will bring those Acuras closer to the Cadillacs. We'll have to wait and see. But also maybe Acuras stepped up their game a little bit here in 2022 and can make up for uh, for that little bit of a uh, little bit of a disadvantage. Bumping on down to GTD Pro now, where WeatherTech Racing will switch to its Mercedes AMG GT3 Evo for the remainder of the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship season. This comes after previously announcing that they would run the Porsche 911 GT3R in a full season capacity for Cooper McNeil and Porsche factory driver Julian Andlauer. The switch will see Cooper McNeil paired with a, quote, host of factory Mercedes drivers. The team credits the switch to the performance that they've been able to extract out of the Mercedes to start the season, with the number 97 entry claiming a podium at the Mobile One at 12 hours of Sebring and leading parts of the Rolex 24 hours of Daytona. This team has previously won Long Beach with a Mercedes in 2017, and this change results in six different manufacturers to compete compete full-time in GTD Pro this year, joining Porsche, Aston Martin, BMW, Chevrolet, and Lexus. Speaking of those GTDs, more BOP changes coming for Long Beach, with Corvette being given an additional 10 kilograms of weight to put back on that car, a 0.4 millimeter smaller air restrictor, which will equate to an 8.3 horsepower decrease, as well as a 4 liter reduction in fuel capacity to correspond with the horsepower decrease. BMW, meanwhile, will have a 17 horsepower reduction, but slightly offset with a 20 kilogram reduced minimum weight and 8 liter fuel capacity reduction to coincide with that power cut. The Porsche 911 GT3R will feature a 2mm larger air restrictor, which equates to approximately 5 horsepower more, and the Acura NSX GT3 Evo continues to get BOP boosts, uh, as it is given a turbo boost, which is in the range of 8.3 horsepower. Finally, the McLaren 720S GT3 has been given a 15 kilogram reduction in minimum weight, while the remaining GT3 cars have seen slight adjustments to their fuel capacities. In GTD Rick Ware Racing, which operates teams in NASCAR and IndyCar competition, have added an entry to this year's IMSA WeatherTech Sprint Cup Series races beginning this week at the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. Veteran Ryan Eversley and Australian Aiden Reed will compete the in the campaign for the number 51 Acura NSX GT3 Evo with sponsorship from Nurtech ODT. Number 51 Acura will compete in the eight Sprint Cup races this year with the hopes of adding the full season in 2023. Inception Racing will miss the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship round in Detroit due to a clash with two other events that are going on on the same weekend, but they do plan to contest the remainder of the GTD races with their McLaren 720S GT3. 
The early June weekend presents a triple clash for Inception, which has committed to a McLaren GT3 entry in the WeatherTech Championship, of course, as well as the GTWC Europe endurance cup which races at paul ricard that weekend as well as the fia world endurance championship with a porsche 911 rsr in the gte am category and they are testing that weekend for the 24 hours of lamar the imza weathertech sports car championship gtd points leading team is now under the full operation of herb korthoff following the retirement of Henry Gilbert from professional racing team ownership. Gilbert Korthoff Motorsports is no more and shall now be known as Team Korthoff Motorsports to reflect Gilbert's departure. This change comes not long after the controversial firing of Guy Cosmo, just days before the Rolex 24. And uh, in the team's first full year in IMSA, it has been a fairly successful one with Mike Skeen and Stephen McAleer behind the wheel as they find themselves leading the season-long GTD standings. And lastly, Gradient Racing's one-off appearance in the IMSA WeatherTech Sprint Cup round at Long Beach is going to be backed by Acura's anime series, Chiaki's Journey. Honda Performance driver, factory driver Mario Farnbacher and longtime Gradient driver Mark Miller will pilot the number 66 Acura GT3 Evo in the 100-minute sprint race. Uh, It will be the series that will be on the car is uh, set at the Acura Long Be- Grand Prix of Long Beach, and the series showcases the all-new lineup of Acura Type S performance vehicles that's driven by a young hero's quest to overcome multiple challenges on her path toward victory. The entire series is available on Acura's YouTube channel. A fairly quiet weekend for IMSA racing as the only support series for IMSA this weekend is the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands and they are set for their street course debut with 34 confirmed entries this weekend in Long Beach. The weekend will feature two 40-minute races, and at 34 entries will be among the largest grids to take to the Long Beach course. Practice and qualifying sessions will be held on Friday, with the first of two races taking the green flag at 10.45 Pacific Time or 1.45 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, just prior to IndyCar Series qualifying. Race 2 of the weekend will close out the weekend of competition with a start time of 4.20 Pacific Time or 7.20 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. And both of these races will be broadcast live on the series' official website as well as on Peacock featuring commentary from IMSA Radio. And lastly here in some LMDH news, Peugeot has continued its testing and development program for the 9x8 Le Mans hypercar with a three-day test at Circuit de Barcelona, Catalonia last week with Loic Duval, John Eric Verne, and Mikael Jensen. The manufacturer will not make its WEC debut until at least round four at Monza, as WEC has previously announced that it will allow new spec cars to run in single series and single WEC races this season. 
There's also a great article on the Porsche LMDH and their test earlier this year in Spain. Specifically, all of the eyes that were on that ERS system that uh, was new to that test. I'll link that article down in the show notes. Getting into some background of the Long Beach Street Circuit located in Long Beach, California. The current race circuit is 1.968 miles long or 3.167 kilometers and is a temporary road course laid out on the, the city streets surrounding the Long Beach Convention Center. The convention center actually doubled as the pit paddock during the days of Formula One racing on the circuit. And the circuit also primarily goes over the former location of the Pike Historic Amusement Zone. The track is particularly noted for its last section, which features a sharp hairpin turn followed by a long, slightly curved front straightaway which runs the length of Shoreline Drive. The circuit is situated on the Long Beach waterfront and is lined with palm trees, which are especially present on the front straightaway. Long Beach is also classified as an FIA Grade 2 circuit. While various changes have been made to the circuit over the years uh, due to city street construction, as well as just general safety improvements, the most recent set of changes done in 1999... Um, feature a one set of curves that were removed and replaced with the new, now infamous, Fountain Complex. Uh, in the set of changes, turn one became a 90-degree left turn, leading to the roundabout around said fountain, and a series of three 90-degree turns afterwards. A year later, the segment was revised again to create a longer straightaway leading to Pine Avenue, and this same course layout remains intact today. Sports cars have been coming to support the IndyCar race since 2006, and the race is now part of the Sprint Cup in IMSA. This year, we will see 27 cars take to the track, and they will be spread across just three categories here in Long Beach. Yes, just the three categories, with DPI featuring six entries, GTD Pro featuring six, and GTD featuring 15 entries. In 2021, 78 laps were turned by the victorious wheel and engineering Cadillac of Felipe Nazar and Pipo Durrani. The other class winners in 2021 were, on the GTLM side, the number 4 Corvette of Tommy Milner and Nick Tandy, while in GTD it was the number 1 Paul Miller Racing Lamborghini of Brian Sellers and Madison Snow, who will be back to defend their title this year in their new BMW. As always, we will put a link to the track guide in the show notes so you can follow along with all of your favorite drivers and teams. Long Beach is a completely different animal to the two tracks that we have seen so far this year. It is a short but rough track with lap times ranging from the 1 minute 12 seconds for the DPIs down to 1 minute 20 seconds for the GTDs. There are some very good passing opportunities into turn 1, turn 6, and turn 9, but given the narrow street circuit that it is, the outcome of the race may not be from passing on track. It may come from pitch strategy. You will notice that only the DPIs and GTDs will be present this weekend for this Sprint Cup only race, and the traffic as a result will be greatly reduced. 
with it being a sprint race, drivers cannot waste any time being held up in traffic or stuck in a battle if they wish to find victory lane, as Kevin Magnuson showed here last year in that Chip Ganassi Racing Cadillac DPI, showing great pace, but ultimately not being able to keep it out of the wall. While there may not be that many great opportunities for passing around here in Long Beach, there is still some great racing to be had. You are not going to want to miss a single lap of the action here on Saturday. Weather for race day should see sunny with some scattered clouds and highs of 73 degrees Fahrenheit or 23 degrees Celsius. In regards to point standings, this is the first race of the Sprint Cup season, and thus everybody's on equal footing. So uh, we will update you on the finishing position and therefore where everyone stands in points coming out of Long Beach. It's not just Long Beach that is going on this weekend. There's some other racing to keep your eye on here as NASCAR and the Camping World Truck Series heads to Martinsville, Virginia for the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 200, which goes Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Xfinity Series is also at Martinsville for the Call 811 Before You Dig 250, powered by Call811.com. That goes Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And then, of course, the Cup Series and the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400 goes Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Formula One is in Australia this weekend for the Formula One Heineken Australian Grand Prix. That race goes Sunday morning at, get this, 1 a.m. Eastern time. So, um... Don't go to bed on Saturday night if you want to be able to catch that race. It's uh, an early one on the other side of the globe. Meanwhile, Formula E is on at a bit more of a reasonable time as they will have races on Saturday and Sunday. And both of those approximate 45-minute races will begin at 8 a.m. Eastern. Also, to conclude the weekend, IndyCar coverage is on Sunday, also at the Long Beach Street Circuit. That race will get underway at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Also worth checking out is there's a Corvette Racing um I wouldn't call it a documentary, but a quick YouTube video here that just highlights their double duty efforts between IMSA and WEC. Uh, I will post the link to that in the show notes. Finally, to wrap things up, of course, the IMSA racing schedule this weekend, and things kick off with on Friday with practice for the Porsche Carrera Cup and the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship going on throughout the day. The day will end with IMSA qualifying at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time. And then transitioning into Saturday, we will see the first race of the Porsche Carrera Cup go at 1.45 Eastern Time. And then the main event to follow shortly after with the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, which will run from 5 o'clock Eastern until 6.45 Eastern Time. In the United States, it can be viewed on USA Network, while pretty much anywhere else in the world you can catch it on IMSA TV, or you can catch the audio portion of it on IMSA Radio.
Sunday will conclude the IMSA race weekend and the overall weekend, including the IndyCar race, with race two of the Porsche Carrera Cup, which will go at 7.20 p.m. Eastern. Well, that will wrap up our Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach preview episode. It's a quicker one than usual, but it's a Sprint Cup race, so <laughs> kind of coincides with that. Uh, once again, a big thank you to all of our early Patreon supporters. And if you want to support the show as well, then you can head over to our Patreon. Uh, that is patreon.com slash off in the S's. You can also support the show by hitting that subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode or by leaving us a review you can also follow along with us on twitter at often the s's or on youtube at often the s's podcast once again thank you for tuning in to the often the s's podcast i hope everyone has a great race weekend it doesn't go often the s's